Hello, I am Feige Lieberman. Welcome to the ADHD-friendly way to organize your home. In this series, you will learn how to get to grips with your clutter and how to organize with your ADHD. I will take you on an audio tour around my home. You will learn how I keep my home clutter-free and organized. Yes, even with my ADHD. Check out the expanded video series, including this episode on Read.com, the ADHD-friendly way to organize your home. Now, let's begin. We're now going to talk about the three-level criteria, three groups of ideas that may be massively contributing to one's challenge in the area of decluttering and organizing. We'll start with the easiest one. That category is the easiest one to change. We'll then go deeper and then we'll go further deeper. Bear in mind, we don't have to tick all the boxes, but we might be ticking quite a number of them. And it's important to go to the root. It's important to understand what is holding us back because only then we can start to plan on moving forward. First level is lack of know-how. Once we understand how to do something, we're halfway there. Once we know the skills of how to get something done, we are well on our way. So let's talk about the first one, homeless items. Every item has to have a home. If any item in your home is floating, you know that most likely you need to find a home for it today or it probably does not need to live in your house and it needs to be moved outwards, gotten rid of. The next one is overcrowded homes. Are your cupboards too full and they're not closing? Just simply sort out your cupboards and then you'll be okay. The next one is complicated systems. This applies mainly for paperwork. Paperwork needs to be simple, simple, simple. And if it's simple, 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 it'll be easy to keep up, maintain and bring forward into your future. So if you're finding paperwork a little bit challenging and the papers are piling up, guaranteed uh, we need to simplify the paperwork system. The next idea is no systems. Maybe you have no systems, so therefore we keep on hoarding and it's difficult to part with the clutter because we've got no systems to help us and guide us. Maybe you have too much storage space or living space. Maybe your house is too big. Maybe you have too many cupboards. Now this can happen to people. They have so many cupboards in their home and they don't know what they're keeping in there. They can't even remember what they put in there. And that gets them nervous and that stops them from starting to sort them out. So these ideas mentioned till now are simple, easy to fix ideas. The next lot we call external pressures. You might be okay. However, things, events, ideas around you might be sabotaging your best efforts at organization. So let's break them down. Perhaps you have too much to do in your day and you you can't get around to organizing your home. Perhaps you have too much to do in your home and you can't get round to organizing your home. 
Perhaps you have set standards too high and you're doing too much due to your own self-made standards that are impossible to reach. Perhaps the people living together with you in your home space or sharing your office space have a challenge with clutter. Maybe they can't part with clutter. Maybe they're messy. Maybe they're, always, they're constantly making a mess. Think of children constantly making a mess, making it really hard for you to keep up and maintain your home systems or your office systems, work systems. Perhaps you're, you're going through a transition. My life is about change. Perhaps you're going through a major life change. For example, caring for an elderly relative, an illness in the family, pregnancy, having a baby, moving house, moving country, changing jobs. Um, that, those are the big ones. There can be small ones. For example, um, coming home from the summer holidays and transitioning to the regular life at school. Seasonal change. Any type of change that throws us off is going to affect our home organization systems. At these times, we need to be gentle on ourselves and just try to do the minimum and not beat ourselves up. Just be easy and support yourself. And the last one in this category is partners who are not happy with your efforts at home organization. They don't want you to part with a clutter. That can be a really tricky one because it can be two sides. Either you want to part with stuff and, and the people in your home don't let you, or the people in your home are not pleased with your level of clutter and it's hard for you to part with your clutter and they keep telling you to part with it. It's either or. There's an incongruence, there's an imbalance of support around you in either direction. That can really pull us down. So even though you may be trying to give yourself a lot of positive self-talk, the people around you may be sabotaging those efforts. That's really challenging. The last section is quite a detailed section. I do agree. I challenge you to find other subtopics that we haven't mentioned. It's about the internal pressures, beliefs inside your head that no matter what, no matter how much you try to part with the clutter, organize your home, those beliefs and those ideas that you have are bringing you down and bringing you back to square one day in and day out. So what are they? Perhaps you need possessions to make you feel secure. So you may want to part with your clutter, but as soon as you part with it, you buy more. Perhaps you, you have an inner critic, an inner voice in your head that doesn't let you move on. Whenever you want to move on and change, it comes and pulls you back. Perhaps it's a voice from, from one of your primary caregivers, or perhaps it's just your own voice. Remember, remember we talked about the mind's voice it doesn't work properly in those with executive function deficits or ADHD. So perhaps that voice is too loud and you don't have the counter voice, the counter positive voice guiding you, encouraging you. This is a big problem. It's a big challenge. Perhaps you live from one self-made crisis to the next and it's difficult to focus on parting with your clutter and, and setting up systems when you're running from one crisis to the next made by yourself. Okay. Now that might sound harsh, but when we get our time managed, 
when we get our homes organized, when we can find what we need in under a minute in our entire home, life will flow smoother, we'll have more time to pull that clutter and get systems sorted out. Perhaps your goals are not clear in life. Where do you want to go? Why do you want to part with your clutter? Why do you want to set up systems? Perhaps you have difficulty accepting change in your life. And the fact that we need to part with stuff that served us well in the past. Perhaps you're terrified that you'll fail. You've tried so many times. Perhaps you don't like change. Who does? And I once heard a saying, fabulous, this has guided me my entire life. Life starts when we come out of our comfort zone, meaning you only start to live when you start to challenge you, you, yourself to come out of your cozy little corner and do things that make you scared but, and make you fearful. But when you do those activities, guaranteed you're starting to live. Perhaps you're scared that you'll succeed because sometimes we don't have clear goals and we can be hiding behind. I need to get organised. That's why I can't take on the job. I can't do this. I can't do that. Once we reach our goals in organisation, ah, then what are we going to do? Ah, then it's just quite scary, isn't it? Hmm. Perhaps we, it's helpful to clarify our life goals because getting organised is just a step towards starting to live. It's not a goal in and of itself. Perhaps you hoard to, to hide from people. I, I had a client like this. This is not sort of a common one. I had a client like this. She wanted people to come to her house, but she didn't want them to come to her house. A bit of a tug of war here. And her home, her flat, was like a cave. She would hide in it from people. Perhaps your clutter keeps you company, similar to the earlier idea, and talks to you. Perhaps you have a challenge with acquiring things. Perhaps you have an addiction acquiring things that can contribute to clutter and disorganization, no matter how much you crave the opposite. Please go and get the help. There is help out there. Perhaps your clutter represents your unfulfilled dreams in life. Have compassion on yourself and slowly move on in life. Easier said than done. Perhaps with your organiser you can create new goals that you can attain in life. Perhaps your clutter serves as a memory for past events and if you chuck this, that stuff out you're going to guaranteed forget. Yes, this is a challenge with our poor working memory. Just take photos of the items and put them in an album. Perhaps you're a free bird. You don't want to have systems because to, to, to use systems feels like you're pinning yourself down. I challenge you to start on this one because all the clients and myself as well we all find that when you have systems it might sound rigid but it's actually going to free up your time to do more important things for example yesterday I, I couldn't find something I spent half an hour searching for it such a waste of time in that half an hour I could have done so many other things if I had put the item back in its place a system rigid I would have actually freed up that half an hour to do what I really want to do in life Perhaps you hate your home, perhaps you hate the town, the street, the area, so you're, you're not going to be motivated to organise it by shelves, by nice pictures for the walls, etc, because you hate the place. Perhaps you have problems that you're not facing because, and you're like hiding behind the fact that I, that I have to get organised, when really we need to face those problems. I've had clients like that. 
Perhaps you need to, things to be done perfectly. Now, this is a huge, huge topic. Perhaps you need the system to be done perfectly. Perhaps you're scared that you'll part with an item by mistake. My advice to you is just start. We're not perfect. No one in this world is perfect. You're going to make mistakes as you go through your journey. However, where do you want to be? In this place or in a better place? Perhaps you're waiting for the perfect time. Never going to happen. Start now and use the, the small pockets of time that you have. Perhaps your primary caregiver was a hoarder and you have their words going in your head. You, you've taken on their habits. Perhaps you, you, you have a Holocaust war mentality from caregivers, even from the previous generations. It's now well known that trauma that is unaddressed goes down through, 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 through the genes until it becomes addressed and then it stops. But maybe your grandparents or great-grandparents went through a crisis, went through war, went through the Holocaust. I had this a lot with my Jewish clients. And even young women who I work with in their 20s, they tell me ideas that I would have thought to hear from people in their 80s who have been through the Holocaust. It's because of this heritage trauma going down through the generations and it's up to us to stop it now so that it doesn't go down further. One of my clients, her grandfather went through the American Great Depression in 1929 and she's 40 odd and she still keeps bits of food in her fridge, can't bear to chuck food out and this causes a big disharmony in her home because her husband doesn't have that trauma and he's easy with chucking out food and she can't stand it and there's always friction regarding bits of food and she can't really get her kitchen organized because there's bits of food out on the counters it's a big problem right this is it for this internal pressures idea i know it's a lot take things slowly thank you for listening be sure to subscribe so you are notified when a new episode is posted if you have any questions, please send me a Facebook message or email Fagy at focuswithfagy.com. Check out the expanded video series, including this episode on read.com, the ADHD-friendly way to organize your home. If you have learned something new, I would be so grateful if you could leave a five-star rating and a comment. This was Fagy from Focus with Fagy. Focus and clarity with your ADHD.